is Priest Holmes a better running back than Fred Taylor? Hell no. no. When he made the Pro Bowl. Well, let's be clear. I didn't leak that information. Me and my agent, we, we are not the ones who leaked that information. So y'all need to ask the other side or whoever. Folks want to pop off? I wasn't really prepared for this interview to go in this direction. If you don't want to play football, just walk away from the game. Don't give me no old because I'm scared. If you're scared, you're scared. Go to church. And let's face it, all the great NFL quarterbacks have had mustaches. This is probably not that bad. This is not that bad. Knock on wood if you're with me, okay? This is the best podcast happening right now. I don't want to be struggling trying to pick the proper wording and being politically correct. No, man, I'm tired of that. I just want to talk like I talk. Keep it real. We keep it real, real, man. Keep it real podcast episode one nineteen. Uh, we are back and we doing we doing the podcast this uh, social distancing way. Chill Willis here on the phone lines. We got Big Sofa doing his thing. Yeah, I'm here. I'm walking. Uh, man, I've been social distancing and uh, had a come get a little workout in walking right now. Wait, you're not at, you're not at, at the beach now. Are you walking? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> this is how it went. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not on the beach, but uh, my frat brother, he owns a tire company. I got some nails in my tire. He's a small business. My frat brother supporting him. So I did come to the beach. I'm not actually on the beach. I'm walking. Okay. On Third Street. I'm walking on Third Street. Uh, it's not a lot. Of, I, mean, I, I see one lady up here. It's the first person I've seen in about a mile from me walking. So she got some dogs. And she's turning, so that's good for me. Okay, so, so you, you're at the beach, but not on the beach, not on the water. I got you. I'm I feel definitely you. not on the water. I feel you. I feel you. Definitely not out there. No. Now, of course, this week should have been one of the biggest weeks in NFL. This is, of course, NFL Draft Week. And, you know, we're going to do a special um, special podcast. This week, We're doing two podcasts. We got this one, and we're going to do another one on Friday morning after the draft. Um, but, of course, this pandemic has changed everything not only sports but the whole world but if you break it down to sports you know we got the olympics has moved uh baseball is on hold right now baseball was supposed to start what a couple of weeks ago it's on hold um the nba is on hold uh remember we talked about the xfl a couple of weeks ago they just went ahead and folded yeah it's been a, bankruptcy. It's been tough. yeah definitely been tough uh pandemic that you know uh it's been a different time for all of us to, to self quarantine and be at home. Yeah. Hopefully, we can you know drop this curve uh, here in the summer. Um, questioning some of our leaders, think it'd be best to just stay home right now. But you know, people are doing different things, and I'm doing the best I can to stay away from people. Uh, only you know trying to go to the store once a week. Yeah. Uh, that's an emergency and stuff like that. So. Uh, it's been been tough, definitely tough on the sports world. Nothing really to entertain us. I mean, obviously, baseball would be going, you know, getting started opening days across the country. Yeah, that was uh, postponed. Uh, you know, the, the XFL was giving us football for a time being, and then we would have the NBA playoffs getting ready to start at this time. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely a time that people missing sports and people want to see so 
I'll just encourage people to, you know, keep the social distancing as best as possible. Yeah. Uh, if you're able to work from home, work from home. Uh, no schools, obviously, here in Florida. We're going to stay out of school for the rest of the school year, so uh, it'll be different for me. Now, you know what, let, let's, since you brought that up with the high schools and, and the schooling, um, you being a, co- a football coach at a high school, what is going to go on with – you know, some of these seniors, especially uh, I would say seniors that ran track and things like that, because basically they have not had a track and field season. Um, you know, how, how are these seniors being looked at by colleges or how does that even work? If a college was considering you, I mean, you don't have you don't have any way to make your times better and things like that. How, how, how are they handling that? Well, that's definitely a tough situation for a kid. Uh, but what, what I think is going to benefit. A lot of those kids as well is that the colleges aren't going to, you know, require these ACT, SAT scores as well. So that'll open up a lot of things for people to go to some schools, uh, get some opportunities that they might not have gotten okay. uh, because of the ACT, ACT scores. I think that'll even that uh, playing field out a little bit for some kids, uh, give some kids some opportunities, even though they won't get that opportunity to. Uh, get those times with the spring sports. Yeah, uh, it's going to take some reps away from guys, uh, junior guys that are going to be seniors uh, going into their senior year in football. Uh, some some you know evaluation time from, from coaches. But again, uh, if you want to have that season in the fall, you need to sacrifice right now. So I think that's a smart thing to do. And uh, hopefully, all those guys are doing some social distancing, working out at home. Uh, getting out on their own, keeping themselves fit, uh, because hopefully we'll have a football season. Yeah, and 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 that once again, that's what y'all with football too, because y'all would be practicing right now, and y'all aren't practicing right now. Yeah, definitely would be. Spring practice would have started. Yeah, uh, actually yesterday would have been the first day. I think would have been a official day that April April twentieth, I believe, was the first official day. So we would have had you know workouts and things of that nature leading up to that those practices starting so definitely you know those reps definitely help those young guys those uh freshmen those sophomores those guys trying to get a spot on that varsity team that could be a starter the kind of one in the fall these reps help those guys uh get better so it will hurt some guys uh, as far as rep wise but those guys can definitely stay strong in in the at home working out on their own. Yeah. Um, let's switch gears for a minute and talk about the uh, home team, Jacksonville Jaguars, man. It, it is I, – I feel like uh, we've been bamboozled, let astray, run amok. <laughs> um, look, man, the, you know, we were told when they got rid of Tom Coughlin, we're not going through a whole rebuild. You know, we got some pieces. But, man, look, in the past couple of months, uh, Calais Campbell is gone. Um, just like, like everybody is gone. Like, it seems like we're going to start from a total rebuild all over again. And I got to be honest with you, man. It's, it's back to that point where it's hard to be a Jaguars fan. You know, I, I travel a lot. I, I got a lot of friends in o- other places. Yo, my friends in Baltimore, they called me. It's like, Hey man, y'all just gave us Campbell, man. We love it. We love it, man. Y'all just, y'all just giving away people. I mean, look, man, it's, it's, it's just getting hard right now. What's up? Yeah, well, when we looked, we knew Calais and uh, AJ were going to be guys that we were going to have to do something. Look, when you look at our salary cap, yeah, we knew that those guys were going to be guys that they talked to about some type of renegotiation. 
when you talk to Calais, Calais made a business move. We talk about the business side of it. He made a business side for himself uh, with the franchise. He told him, no, I'm not going to take less money. I'm not going to do that. Uh, so you either trade me or you cut me. You have to pay me the money that you owe me. So the Jaguars had to make a deal to get rid of him to get some type of compensation in return. Well, they made a business move for them said, let's get as most we can from them and get on out of the way and, and get away from the salary, which they already had to work out because Calais was not going to make 15 or 17 million on the free agent market. He yeah, knew that. Of course. So that's why he was you know, going to hold on Jaguars to the contract that he signed. So yeah. that's where it worked out for a player and his benefit. And the Jaguars had to make a move to get some type of compensation other than just walk out the door and having to pay him. Yeah. Uh, AJ Buey was the same type of deal. Uh, I don't know if he said no as far as the renegotiation. Both guys made it seem as it was a surprise to them. So I don't know if that was just the Jaguars' way of just being proactive with it and making the deals that they felt were best for the organization. Yeah. Or getting those draft picks and stockpiling that way, which has been good. Hopefully, Doug or Dave make some great selections with these picks. Yeah, so Jaguars got a total of 12 picks um, in the upcoming draft. Um of course, they got number nine, uh, and they got the 20th pick going in that first round. Um, but, I mean, once again, I had another friend call me. Hey, man, y'all went from Saxonville to – y'all ain't got nobody but Miles Jack. <laughs> well, you got you got, you got Josh. You still have Allen, first-round pick last year. Yeah. Who possibly could have been rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. Uh, it looks like Ngakwe is going to be out uh, after his Twitter war yesterday with – uh, Tony Khan. Yeah, man. Doesn't look like, like the situation is going to be worked out. Uh, and then, Leonard Fournette, I hear now, is being, being McShot as he's backed the Jaguar signing Cam Newton. Something that it seems as if you go against what the front office believes or how the team wants to go now, publicly, you're out of here. So, uh, I don't know. What that situation will be, it will be interesting going if these talks come up right before the draft. Yeah, a time where the Jaguars could possibly acquire some more picks for Leonard Fournette, a guy who possibly could be out of here in a year as well, because the Jaguars have not exercised their fifth-year option on him, which they have until May fifth to do. And that's crazy because I feel like Caldwell is—he just wants to get as many picks in this draft as he can. And he's going to use those to trade up, possibly uh, do some more wheeling and dealing. Um, you, you mentioned in Yahweh, man, let's talk about him for a minute. And, and <laughs> this whole situation has been comical to say the least. Um, and of course this whole situation started last year when the Jaguars, I think they reached out to his agent to kind of start negotiations, but then Tom Coughlin basically said, well, here's the offer. Take it or leave it right now. Now that's of course yeah. that's, that's no kind of no kind of negotiation at all, but and of course Yakwe kind of got in his feelings about it, understandably so. He didn't come to training camp when he was supposed to, uh, but he went ahead and played this past year. Um, and you know it wasn't his best year, but he, but he played. You know he he did he did okay. And so yeah, they they offered him the uh, franchise tag, but he's he's not you know he's not signing it. 
Well, I think, you know, he said that. He told him after the Chargers game, uh, you know, it was his last game. So I understand his feeling and wanting to be out. He felt like the Jaguars undermined him and didn't, uh, you know, negotiate fairly or how he felt was appropriate or whatever. He's in the feelings. I get that as a yeah, player. Yeah. Going back and forth with the front office is not going to increase your value. I know some general managers or owners will understand the motion of it. However, that's not a good look. And I think in way frustrated, obviously there's a pandemic going on. The draft has been, you know, virtual and everything like that. So I would just, me, have him exercise a little caution right now, relax, wait for it to play out. I think Jaguars want to move him. They want, obviously, compensation for him. They want to get yeah. what they feel he's bringing to the table. They don't want to let him just walk out of their door. This is a guy who has, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, been a top five guy as far as sack fumbles uh, for guys and getting the ball back for defense. So, yeah. for him to walk out of the door, the Jaguars want compensation for that. And I understand that. And that's the business side of it as well, where the Jaguars are going to do what they feel is best for the organization going forward with letting Yan Akway go out the door for what's coming back behind him. The opportunities to replace him. I mean, but, but okay, I've never been in that situation before where I, I need to negotiate with a team. The team is, is, is pissing me off right now. It seems like if 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 I was in that situation and I got a call from Shad Khan from from the man from the owner saying, "Hey, I, we don't want to trade you. I want to. I want to. I want you to be here. I'm I'm gonna pay you." It seems like that would smooth out. I, I, maybe the, would that smooth out the hurt feelings, or is is you think it's like beyond that now? Because Shad Khan said he didn't want him to leave. He, he you know he he wants the team to keep him. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess in, in God's way feels that he's been disrespected so bad and you know a lot of it is because of the stuff that goes on on social media uh him you know saying things like that that he's doing you know back and forth with tony khan those type of things don't uh hold well especially with the fans yeah uh, we have them chiming in and seeing this uh espn reporting on it it's just not a good look and yeah i don't know if you know he's you know repairable at this point does he want to be here? Obviously, he wants to get paid, but you know what? At what value do you want the organization say that that's enough? You know yeah. what I mean? And you know he, he had issues with the coaching staff too last year. You know, so it's I guess it's just a lot of different factors. But I just know I felt I would feel like if the owner is going to reach out to me and and you giving me your word that we're going to make this be a good situation, then okay, let me fall back and and and, and let's make this happen. But, I mean, this is the same thing. Supposedly, Shaq Khan had called Jalen when all this was going on, you know? So, I mean, <laughs> I just feel like the team right now, are we back to being one of the laughing stocks? I mean, we ain't the Cleveland Browns, but damn. <laughs> well, I mean, you look at the mismanagement of some players and some contracts and the, the, the salary cap situation we're in. Uh, the Jaguars are a fairly young team still. Got some solid pieces. Uh, you know, in Gotway, the situation you don't know, but they have a lot of draft picks. And that's how 
New England has been good over these years. They stockpile draft picks. So what happens is you have more guys to come into training camp that you drafted and you can understand. And then you have a better probability of getting guys that can play football. Yeah. If you have if you only have seven guys and two of them can't play, it lost, you know, but if you've got twelve and you know, three of them can't play, you still have defeated the odds and got more players than other teams around the league. So I think that's what Dave Cowell is trying to do is surplus picks like the, the New England Patriots. Get as many good players as you can so you can have a team that's going to be able to compete on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, we, we, we're going to figure this thing out on Thursday. Once again, Thursday is the 85th NFL draft. This year is going to be totally different because everything is going to be virtual. This pandemic, once again, is, is causing – it's causing havoc out there. So it's going to be a virtual draft. Um, fans, you can tune in to, you know, any of the um, NFL social medias. If, you know, if you're a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, all of the Jacksonville Jaguar social media pages, uh, they will be live doing things. I know their Instagram live. Uh, they got some things going on uh, draft night. I know Fred is going to be involved in that. Um, Jones Drew is going to be involved in that. So that's probably going to be the best place to check out anything the Jaguars do. Um, they still been making a whole lot of moves this week. You know, they released um, Marquise Lee uh, yesterday. Um, yeah, another move we expected. Yeah, I expected that too. But he, you know, he's, believe it or not, if you look at the roster, man, he's one of the oldest players on there. You know, he's been here since, um, what, 2014. Everybody else is, is like younger, man. We got Arby Jones. Yeah. Arby Jones came in in, in 2013. But, <laughs> you know, this team is, is looking totally different, totally young team. And that's, I guess that's what scares me a little bit um, coming into the season, man. We're just going to have a whole a young team. And, you know, usually young teams, it's hard to, you know, to fare well. Yeah, they can fare well, but they can also surprise a lot of people yeah. because people could underestimate them. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to just trust the process right now because yeah. obviously that's the situation we're in. Uh, I just hope and pray that, you know, these draft picks that we get, these 12 guys, come in and can be impact players. You need at least seven guys to come in and truly be ready to start out of those positions. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely going to see what happens. Um, you know what? Let's talk about Michael Jordan. Let's switch gears, man. The Michael Jordan ESPN documentary everybody's been waiting on. It's called The Last Dance, basically showcasing that last season um, with the Bulls. Um, man, th- th- this is good. This is some good TV here, man. Oh, it's definitely good. Hearing, you know, we've heard the stories about it, but to hear Michael Jordan actually talk and, and be involved in it, he's had this footage for years. Yeah. For him to let it, release it is absolutely phenomenal. It's a you know, perfect time, you know, with everybody home. I mean, I know everybody's, you know, sitting on the couch waiting for three and four now. Yeah. Uh, when you see one and two last Sunday, um, it's a 10-part series. So... For me, you know, just watching it brings back so many memories. Their second championship uh, when they beat Portland, you know, they they did that when in Chicago. Yeah. I actually graduated high school that same day, that morning, and then they won a championship later that evening. So, yeah. you know, for me, that was just a memory that I'll never forget. So yeah. seeing those again, you know, had me really uh, feeling special because the Bulls have not rebuilt since Michael Jordan has left. Uh, been a rough road, but 
still a true Bulls fan. Yeah, of course. Man, I'm loving like all of the cameo interviews. Um, you know, Obama and stuff like that. Like, dog, this is this is this this is awesome. I like this thing, man. I mean, the one that was impressive to me was seeing Bobby Knight, seeing Michael Jordan play. That's in the Olympics, not in the NBA game. But saying he was going to be the greatest player, yeah, that, or the best player he had ever saw. I mean, Bobby Knight. Yeah. I mean, this guy is like, if you, if you can't like look at them as basketball legend or something, yeah, and. Him to say that just watching him play in the Olympics before yeah. he even touched the NBA court was just something that stuck out to me watching that Sunday. Yeah. Now, when this was when this series was originally announced, um, I was like ten parts. I'm like, do you really need that many? But but the way that they're doing it, I, I I'm glad that they got ten parts. I'm glad that it's ten because yeah. they're gonna really they're gonna really get into the meat and potatoes of this and um. Oh, you know what kind of really shocked me? Yo, Scottie Pippen, man, he was he was paying, playing for the cheap, man. Oh, yeah, he, I remember he signed that deal. And I really uh, liked Scottie. And he was one of my favorite players who I wanted to be like and tried to emulate. Uh, you know, I felt, you know, there was frustration. But, you know, that's that business side again. Even in the NBA, you know, those guys got had guaranteed contracts a long time ago. So. Yeah. So Reinsdorf was an owner, and he even said, you know, I, I don't think it's a good deal, but Scotty felt like that was the best thing for him financially. So, you know, even though he outplayed it, they didn't want to renegotiate. Look, so, man, look, I, you, you, you can't tell me that Mike ain't say, hey, Scotty, man, I'm going to write you a little check, man. I got you. I got you, man. <laughs> Something. Yeah, so, I mean, he got well, he did get him a Nike deal, you know, one of the Greatest Nike deals ever. Yeah. Had. He got his own shoe out of it. So he definitely got something out of it. So that's definitely, you know, worth it. So I, yeah. got, I just hit my two minutes, hit my two miles. So we good. <laughs> we hear you out there huffing and puffing, man. Keep it going. Keep it going. That's what you got to yeah. do. Um, yo, nah, don't, for, don't, today. don't forget this Friday, we're going we're gonna to have another episode after the draft. We're going to talk about the draft picks that the Jaguars have. Uh, coming up on yeah. Thursday night in the draft. Um, before we get out of here, um, Tom Brady is now a Florida resident, living down yeah. in Tampa, chilling. You gonna, um, you gonna go down there? <laughs> no, I'm buck, no. You, you want back your buck days? I'm not. I'm not gonna go down there. But okay. you, you know, you know, um, he he had a uh, the, the police stopped him the other day. I think it was yesterday, the day oh. before yesterday. Oh. <laughs> So evidently, I mean, you you know, with the pandemic here in Florida, like parks and stuff have been closed. Right. So he was kind of like doing a little self workout, and the police was like, "Tom, the park closed, homeboy." They made him leave, huh? <laughs> yeah, they paid him leave. They paid him leave. How crazy is that, man? Well, you a police officer, and you win. look, you riding around the neighborhood, you like, "Hey, man, we got to clear these parks." Oh, that's Tom Brady, man. If he's playing for, I mean, he out there working out for my team, I would, I would let him go. <laughs> Let him stay out there at the park. Makes you know, nobody bother. <laughs> Look, Tom Brady, welcome to Florida where the popo don't play, as you can see. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. <laughs> as you can you know, see. It'll it be all right. He'll find somebody to throw. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I thought that was funny, though, when I saw that pop up on the news. <laughs> um, don't forget, hey, if, if you listen to the podcast, we appreciate you. You know, we've been 
gone for um you know for a few weeks just this whole social distancing thing this whole pandemic it's just crazy you know before before we go so for talk about this a you know when the nfl does resume how is this gonna affect you know locker room a, a, a nfl team you know you guys work out all the time you guys are you know you guys have the locker room showers and all of that stuff you know the situation well, that the, the nba I think had gonna, uh, the NBA. I think they're gonna do some self quarantining before they even start that they're gonna put people uh away for 14 days before they bring them together yeah uh, i think that's the talk that they're gonna do uh, they're gonna isolate those guys uh you know for 14 days uh obviously doing virtual work and then before they bring them together to make sure that they that they you know were in that incubation period it is now gone uh, that that's what the doctors are saying. So uh, I think that's the same, same thing baseball is, you know, going to have to do is you know, bring, before you bring, you know, isolate those guys before you bring them together just so we don't, you know, see another uh, outbreak, uh, you know, once things you know, get, start to get back to uh, what we used to know as normal. Of course, because that could, that could ruin a team. That could ruin – hell, that could ruin the whole season. If you get one team and, yeah. you, and they got an outbreak on that team, you know, that, that could ruin a lot. Yeah, that could, that could, that could kill some leagues or – you know, do some damage definitely. And, uh, you know, obviously our economy is hurting already. We need to get, uh, you know, everybody, keep everybody safe, for, you know, right now. And, and sports, I think, will be back. We all miss it. Uh, but I think an opportunity to, to, to be smart now and, and enjoy it later. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, check it. We'll be back with you guys on Friday. Don't forget, we still um, got the Instagram. If you follow us on Instagram, it's Keep It Real Podcast. If you follow us on Twitter, it's Keep It Real PCAST. Don't forget, on our Instagram, if you click the link, you can listen to past episodes. Uh, you can follow Big Sofa. You can follow me. Just go to that page, and you'll see both of our Instagram names. Follow us. Once again, I cannot wait until we come back on Friday and talk about this draft. Jaguars got okay. 12 total picks in the draft. They're picking number nine. They Well, right now they're picking number nine, and they're picking number 20. That could well change on draft night. We know how that works. Hopefully they get Jerry Judy, but uh, we'll see. We'll talk about it on Friday. We'll All right, man. It's a great move. We out. Coronavirus! Shit is getting real! Woo! Bitch, I see.